This kind of review contains adult language, mature situations, witty banter, rants about ineffective staffers, conversations about various amazing events, and the love of cosplay pro wrestling. Listener discretion is advised. that due to me updating Skype and not updating my Altec Skype recorder, there was a discrepancy in the program. So it recorded the audio, the visuals, but not the audio. So we have 55 minutes of us just talking in no voice. I was thinking we should Mystery Science Theater the whole thing one time, just to just, for shits and giggles. <laughs> take like a 10-minute segment and just be like, yeah, we'll, we'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you everyone's everybody's like, oh no, where is it going? Oh no, ah! <laughs> but. We, uh, uh, we, we actually did that once on AnimeCon's TV. We did that for our very first episode. <laughs> we, like, we went back years, a couple years later, when we knew the upload date was going to be April 1st. <laughs> uh, that, is, that is almost. That's amazing. great. That is amazing. I, I wish we had done that for our last April 1st, first prank episode, but that one I still say is our best one. Uh, for those of you who don't know and who have been listening for a while our last prank episode was that we said it was about we're talking about the Sailor Moon release we're talking about a bunch of other very important things and we're going to talk about how to get anime for insanely cheap instead the entire episode was just a bunch of weird skits for 45 minutes (laughs) people hated it people hated it and loved it worse than the Jell-O episode which was an hour and a half of us seriously talking about Jell-O every aspect about (laughs) Jell-O all about Jello, about how amazing it is, and all the different flavors, and how there were things discontinued. It's brilliant and amazing and terrible. 
But you have to check it out. I will put a link in the show notes. But uh, let, let us introduce ourselves again. For those who don't know, I am Zan, host of some podcasts and main reviews about connecting the hands narratives or Spirekin. And joining me today is uh, I'm Doug. I'm I I'm Doug. I'm from the Anime Cons uh, TV podcast, part of AnimeCons.com. And I am known as Waldo. I am from Crazy Otaku and from uh, Would You Rather Anime Edition. Uh, you can check uh, our website out at uh, facebook.com slash wouldyourratheranimeedition and, uh, and uh, facebook.com slash crazyotaku. All both very good, and all of us are also con veterans. We've done many cons, done many panels, and we are pretty much good authorities on what makes a good con what makes a bad con, I think. Yeah. So, more or less. <laughs> more or less. So, beforehand, something a little bit different because we... I'm going to flip things around a little bit in my show notes. The We're going to start with something. Before we go into Anime Next, what was our first experience with uh, Anime Next in general? What was your first con there? Mine was around 2009 or 10. Ooh. At summer, summer. Mine, mine was uh, 2007. Uh, actually, I was uh, I, I, I was there for the last two years at uh, in Secaucus in the uh, Meadowlands Expo Center. Oh. Uh, mine, my only uh, anime next before th- this past year was uh, 2008, also when I was still in Secaucus. Um, and I was there more to help promote the ill-fated uh, Providence Anime Conference. Which should have uh. worked. That should have worked. I, I think it's one of those things that I think now we could do it, like it could succeed... I don't think anybody on Anime Boston staff wants to try it again because we were all, you know, it was from the New England Anime Society, kind of the parent organization. But I think there's more of a market for it now, but I'm not the one to take that on, and I don't think, at least from AB staff perspective, anybody really wants to. I could, I could very well be wrong, but I don't think anyone's really interested in it. I think it w- if it's going to happen, it's going to... Someone's going to do it more on their own. Well, if you guys are interested in this actually happening some way, if you're interested in an adult convention, one that's 21 plus, that's not about porn, that's actually an anime convention for us adults, let us know. Post in the show notes below what you think if you want this to happen, because that was a great opportunity, and it just... Just didn't seem to work out. Yeah, there's there's no there's no one reason to point to i mean i've i've heard everything from you know needed to be advertised better bad time of year it was also 2008 you know when the economy was worse there's a million different reasons i'm not sure ever which one is the best one but now we it is the time of year when you have a con every single month of every single year or every week of every year just ask charles dunbar and how many he wins I'm pretty sure he's gonna just drop dead on a on a con floor. <laughs> I I don't envy that man. I think it's one of those things that's like it will be. He I I hope he lives forever because he is he is an awesome he is an awesome friend. I agree too. I think he should live forever. But but but, but when he goes, it will be some insane item. So insane way that if it was anybody but Charles, no, we would never believe it. 
but if because it was him, we'd be like, "Yep, that sounds about right." Yeah, <laughs> it, it it will be a blaze of glory. It's <laughs> whatever like, it is. It's him and uh, who's the other one? That's and Mike Two are the two that that's gonna happen. Two, yeah, I, I, they're like the yin and yang, and I again both good friends. Mike is so laid back, easygoing, and Charles is the very animated one. <laughs> I, 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 they, they are both awesome people. And if you have not gone to a con with either of those two gentlemen, do yourself a favor. Go to the con. Check out their panels. They're all amazing for intellectual purposes or for just batshit craziness. Because <laughs> you, you will learn things you never thought like wouldn't like even connect. And you go from A to B through Z, Q, R, Epsilon, 7, and 13, but you get there. Yeah. They are something that we all, as panelists and as con goers, should epitomize. Should not epitomize. Should try, strive to be. Yep. And now, so it is that point. Uh, so now, you know, it's after the con. It's been three weeks. Two weeks. Uh, it's about two. two. Yeah. Two. Yeah. yeah two we, I was just. I was getting into Atlantic City two weeks from about now. Yeah. So, so I, was, I was there and I had, and I was chilling out. And I will say this: uh, this year, there's, and I was thinking about it after we had our conversation yesterday, and again, there was a lot of energy this year that wasn't present last year. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I, yeah, I agree on that. Yeah. It was like it was like the first year was just kind of not a dud, but it wasn't as energetic as energized as. Like, almost the wheels are starting to spin faster and faster, and now it's just about ready for that car to just, that, that wind-up car to just shoot forward. Yeah. And yeah, well, it, I, th- I think a lot of that comes from anytime you change a venue for a convention, even one that's been established, there's always, it always has a little bit of that first-year feel where people don't know the area, don't know the layout, and there's just, a little something off, and I think we're going to see this at Otakon too. And it's not going to be a bad con, but it's just it hasn't, you know, fit you know properly fit in yet. Yeah, I, I agree. I believe there was a lot of uh, apprehension uh, last year from a lot of people saying, you know, you know, it'll be like, oh, change, you know, you know, they didn't want to. If, if for a lot of people, especially around my area, which is where the uh, con used to be in Somerset. Um, a lot of people were uh, t- were kind of uh, taking advantage of you know the fact that it was like so close to them, and now you know they now they're up and uh, going about like two hours away to uh, to the same con. And they're like, well, you know, you know, change, whoop. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's oh, go on. And I think that's you know a lot of people's apprehension is it's not as easy as to get to as you'd think. You have to get there in kind of weird ways. Like, if you're coming from New York, you can only, like, New York City, you're taking, like, a Greyhound, mm-hmm. but you can't take a hop a train. Or, but if you fly to Phil, into Philadelphia, you can take uh, New Jersey Transit right to the convention center. Like, literally, it's in the convention center. So I think that's, it's e- not, like, a hard trip, but it's definitely... A lot different, and that's obviously going to change a lot of people's perspective. 
Yes, and we also have a lot of new blood coming in, and a lot of people are happy that they say, oh, this is the first convention by me, which really matters. They had that other Atlantic City convention, which they said was terrible, and this is run by professionals, and it was it was entertaining and spontaneous and fun, and they don't have to travel too far. So we're getting a lot of that Philadelphia, that Delaware crowd coming in. You're going to lose a lot of the New Yorkers and some of the northern Jerseyites, unless you're crazy like me, where I live in Orange County, New York, which is three hours away, but I'm willing to go. So I'm- uh, oh, oh I, I, I'm, I'm going to play the oh, that's adorable card as, <laughs> as, as, as the Bostonian here. No, true, 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 true. No, but there, and we, there are other people who uh, travel a lot farther. Like, there was one couple yeah. that's a regular, that they come from Syracuse. Wow, yeah. that's a hike. And one's from wa- yeah. one group's from Washington, they come. I uh, I forget where uh, I forget where exactly my friends uh, in Crazy Utah are from, are from uh, specifically in New York. But the the trip for them was uh, I think it was like five six hours. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. They live in West it, New it, York, it, don't they? Yeah, it's yeah, it was up there. <laughs> that's farther than Boston is. Isn't it? far. That's that's in that's Coonies. Yeah. Unless it's yeah, in yeah. Then <laughs> God help yeah, them. yeah, because. Because I and I, I remember this. I remember talking about this with them because because uh, I had gotten there Thursday night uh, uh, on the eighth uh, around ten o'clock I think is when I got there and then um, I, I heard from uh, uh, from them that they had left sometime oh, I want to say like seven eight o'clock or something like that uh, and they weren't going to make it there till one. I'm like whoa, oh crap, holy hell. Uh, it's a bit of a drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I think only one of them was actually making that drive too. I think uh, I don't think they took any break. Uh, no, I'm sorry. They took they 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 told me they uh, part of, part of the reason why they took them so long is also they they took like they had to take a break getting you down there. Crazy. You go crazy if you take that drive straight down. You go crazy. I had to pull over and I only went three hours. Doug, if you <laughs> drove, you would be like pulling over every two hours probably. Yeah, that's so. That's about my limit and. Honestly, I think next year I might do the trip, but seeing as I've only had only had my car for about a month, uh, this is I just opted to. I kind of split the difference. I took a bu- uh, got the cheap uh, bolt bus to New York City, and then met up with some friends and made the rest of the trip. Well, it's still you still made it, and that's what the the thing is. Yeah, and now and it, oh. it wasn't a bad trip. I all told. Yeah, no, it was pretty. Uh, it was pretty uh, qu- quick for a city trip as it was for me. Yeah, it was a nice trip. And now, beforehand, some people were wondering, well, when was this con? We didn't know about this. Well, honestly, the con was the ninth to the eleventh of June, twenty seventeen. Uh, yeah, we started. What? Hey, you got it right this time. Yes. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> In hindsight, have all the information written down again, and everything is working fine. But yeah, so we were there the eighth. Um, uh, Lava showed up on the 8th to relax, have some good times, get some good food, meet BS, check out the con center, look at all the crazy people who were waiting online, and that line was surprisingly very, it wasn't a lot, everyone said, no, there wasn't much line con this year as it was just, Mm -hmm. yeah, with the, uh, with the staffers versus the attendees, it wasn't as conflictive Mm -hmm. as usual. Yeah, I was surprised at that. Uh, I, I, I was fairly certain, even with it being the second year there, I was I was almost uh, convinced uh, when I got to the uh, con center on uh, on Friday because I wasn't able to get my badge until then. Uh, I was convinced I was going to you know see line con as you put it, and I didn't really see so much as that. It, it, the 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 line was longer for getting into the dealer's room, 
uh, when it first opened than it was for the uh, the registration lines. I, I, I will never understand lining up for dealer's rooms unless it's like a super exclusive thing. Hey, uh, I, I lined up to get um, what's his name signature for Godzilla. I lined up and waited in line for a long the, time. <laughs> that, 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 that's 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 an exclusive. See, that's, like, that's 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 reasonable. But but like, and this is this is not a dig at Anime Nexus Dealers Room, but there really wasn't anything super special. Yes, at, uh, in the dealers room, like, there yeah, was like, I, no non-exclusive or anything like that. That's I saw a lot of this. I saw I saw a lot of the same uh, uh, with uh, mostly because I was looking for um, I was looking for things like figures and whatnot uh, uh, to add to my collection. But uh, I was I, I went around the dealers room and it, and as I said, it was a lot of the same. Um, saw same a lot of the same figures and stuff like that. The pre- uh, yeah, I mean, I found like some stuff, but there wasn't like the best way to describe it. There weren't the few booths that were like good for like treasure hunting like digging around were really small so you couldn't really set up there and like keep looking and I mean I don't a lot of people I know commented on that this and I, maybe it's just the type of merch we're interested in but there wasn't like a lot that was really appealing and like the only like major name if you can even call them that these days for all the companies that had a table there was Media Blasters. Sadly, this was yeah. there wasn't a lot of presence there. I mean, Discotech was there, they did a panel, but they weren't there in, in as a booth. It's understandable why. The person who is the president runs a booth, he wasn't there. And for someone who, I'm going to just show you guys a portion of my addiction. Yeah. <laughs> I was not yeah. able to find anything from, from my manga. Uh, there was one booth that's it, and I was not. Oh, two booths. There was the one guy who really, who's at every con, who really doesn't char- overcharges. Then there's the discount manga company that they have some good stuff, some good finds, but they're not what you're looking for. Yeah, um, we're, sh- we're, we're showing you, showing you guys real quick as well. You know, you want to talk uh, about manga? You know, I got a bunch of my stuff up there. I've got a lot of my books behind me. I may take some I have a whole... and put this up. <laughs> <laughs> and even uh, yeah, that box is from Anime Next. I, the, uh, the, I went to the uh, uh, the discount manga table, which uh, I did last year as well. And uh, yeah, they're the only people that you could find. Really, they're the only treasure hunter group. I mean, in, yeah, in it's and, and it's and it's at fantastic price. Like the. The, uh, I forget what their lower, uh, like the the fewer books, like they they, they had you you bought two books, you got this whatever. Uh, they had a uh, especially as they did last time, and I'm sure times before it was like uh, you buy thirty books and you get it for ninety dollars. Yeah, that's and really I'm like, good. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I took advantage of it last year, which I still have the box for that, and actually the stuff's still in there as well. I haven't organized it, and then that box I just showed you was from uh, was from this year. Uh, I have in my collection, not including the books that I haven't logged yet, what kind of logged yet, which were the two boxes that I mentioned, and also the uh, little pile that I've got right over here, uh, to these ones right here. Um, I have about 700. I have way, I pretty much have enough where I could have put down payment for a house, and it depresses me greatly, but, <laughs> but, um, 
off topic that. Um, but the the only thing which was interesting when I was talking to people about the the attendees about the uh, dealers room, the big thing was that half of them liked the fact that even though that they were combined the dealers room and the artist side, which a lot of people had issues with, a lot of cosplayers would take the time to stop mm-hmm. and not cause an issue. They would say, stop, oh, we can't take pictures here. The, the artist alley's here. Let's move over here to the corner where there's no artist alley and you can take pictures of me. I, I freaking loved that. Like, this yes. was one of the few times, like, I saw a con have signage saying, don't take pictures of an artist alley. No, most time it's the artist saying, hey, please don't take pictures of my artwork without my permission because, you know, people steal artwork because people are terrible. And it was the attendees policing themselves. It was awesome, and this is... I was so proud. Yeah, like, this, like, it, it, like, I saw it once, I'm like, oh, cool. And then it was, this became the norm. And it's just like, this is one of the things that just kind of snuck up on me that really made me have such a good time at Anime Next this year, was the attendees were really cool people to each other. And... Like, no one got bent out of shape, and everyone was like, oh, yeah, shit, I'm in the way. Or if they had, like, once or twice there was an elaborate costume, they were in front of an artist, they said, hey, I know we're not supposed to take pictures, but it would be it's a bit of a logistical headache, do you mind? And the artist was like, no problem, thank you for asking. And that was, that was so cool. Oh, yeah. I, I remember I... Uh... I was taking uh, some. Uh, I, I took a couple pictures in the area myself, uh, uh, mainly uh, uh, Persona Five uh, uh, cosplayers. Uh, I actually had a. Gr- I actually caught a group of uh, of like three or four of them. I think it was. Uh, 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 who was it? Futaba Joker. Uh, uh, yeah, it was Futaba Joker uh, and two others. I uh, Ryuji and and. Uh, Anna probably. Uh, no. Yeah. It, no, 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 it wasn't Haru? Anna, it was, um, Haru, Haru, Haru. Okay. yeah, thank you, Haru, um, we were over, we were over by, uh, uh, near, kind of, like, almost in between, like, dealer's uh, room and artist alley, and, uh, they want, I wanted to get a group of them, so they actually took, they actually, themselves, instead of, you know, just posing right there, um, they actually went to, like, uh, one of the, uh, uh, like, the em- big empty centers in the dealer's room, just, you know, kind of out of the way, and we, you know, we, you know, took the pictures there, and I'm like, wow, this is actually awesome, you know, people are actually being conscientious of where they are, and how, and, and, you know, actually taking it upon themselves to move to better locations, just to, you know, get out of everyone's way, and to be polite. Yeah. And they also, surprisingly, there was no real anarchy happening, there wasn't the, believe it, believe it, Marco Polo, uh, oh God! Oh, yeah. Or what was the other one from last year? That was really. Um, I've, I, it's on the tip of my tongue. I can't remember. But you, you know what I'm saying? There wasn't. There was respect this year, which was a really good yes. thing. And everyone in the cosplay is. There were people who actually I saw this. There were cosplayers in full elaborates eating food, and people would stop and be like, "I know you're eating. I would take a picture, but I'm not. But I just want to say you have an awesome costume." And they walked away. Yeah, I this saw it is three different times. I'm like, oh my god, is this is this, 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 play a lot of today. Wait, did we go to Bizarro Con? <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's that's little things like that, and 
we touched upon this like in the first version, like the community this time around was just phenomenal and like everyone seemed to like follow the belief of Bill and Ted, you know, be excellent to each other. And yes. I, I, I wish I could find figure out what it was that like how this was happening and just kind of bottle it because it was so nice to see. And you only hear about this interaction from West Coast Cons, where I'm pretty sure they're, they're pumping weed smoke through the freaking. <laughs> so, they were so chill and relaxed, and it was not. It was exciting, but it wasn't like the only time you really saw like bloodlust or anger was during the cosplay wrestling, which was awesome. But they were all screaming because they wanted to see, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Solid Snake, uh, power bomb, uh, Luigi through a cardboard, what is it, a cardboard, two cardboard boxes on top of a third cardboard box onto a bunch of Legos, which, <laughs> hey, that's a smart move, because that's more painful than nails, I think. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, and, screw, screw landmines or caltrops or whatever, throw Legos yeah. down. Go, going into that topic, I mean, that was, this this con had some really great programming, and yeah. the, um, the cosplaying wrestling was a really neat surprise because they set it up in that giant foyer on the first floor. And my, you know, I, I work for NMA Boston where I do a lot of work with the facilities. And I just cringed when I saw that set up because I was like, this is going to make a major traffic jam. It's going to be a disaster. And I was happily wrong because that first floor had so many doors to get in and out. If you didn't want to see it, you could easily still get to where you were going. And because it was in the foyer, you could be up several floors and still watch the match. That also lent to some of the gimmicks, like the fact that Deadpool was supposed to cut. They're waiting for Deadpool, and Deadpool shows up on one of the escalators on the other side. You just see him going down and being on one of the <laughs> other floors. You could see him as he's walking around, smiling, waving, and it's just, it was it added to it. I mean, true, you did see on the top floor, if you were paying attention, you saw the uh, the subtle language that wrestlers use when they're doing certain moves. You know, I'm going to do this, mm-hmm. I'm going to do that one. So, but it was still really a great show, and C, uh, uh, CPW does a really good job with their show, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm excited to see where they go to next. I hope they go to Otakon, I don't think they are, but if they would, that'd be pretty cool. Uh, I'd like to see it. Besides that, you had cosplay chess, which I've heard nothing about, surprisingly. I usually hear good or bad. This year was nothing. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't really hear anything about it either. I mean, the only t- uh, I've I've only I've only heard it either through the the early years of my convention career when I actually participated because I was actually in one of the cosplay chests. I think it was 2008s or nines uh, cosplay chests. But anyway, um, or when it was like you know really good or really bad. But yeah, it was like I the only the only thing I even heard about it that weekend. Um, was through the notices that they had, I think, around the atrium, where they, I think they, I think they were planning on having it around the atrium, didn't they? I think they kind of swapped CPPW into. Yeah, they swapped the times, and it actually worked better for them because I think people liked the wrestling a little more. They stayed for it, and Saturday was the perfect day to do that. Yeah, and, and uh, sorry, um, and but but yeah, other than that, I, that's that was the only thing I didn't even hear. I didn't even, I, I didn't even so much as hear like the the theme for this year. I didn't even know what what what, uh, what the theme was. Yeah, like video games versus uh, versus anime, males versus females, manga versus anime. There was that weird one which was sci-fi versus fantasy. I don't know this year, but 
Um, the other cosplay events, I heard the Masquerade went very well. I haven't seen who won, though. I didn't know who won, but I heard good things about that. Also, the other big thing was that a lot of people were excited, and they talked the most about... Usually you hear cosplay dating show, this, that. This year they did something different, which is cosplay baggage. <laughs> now, for those who don't know, baggage is a dating show where people have three suitcases or three items, and that's three baggage, quote-unquote baggages, like, you know, like, oh, I talk in my sleep, or I wear a wrestler mask while I sleep, or from low little things like that to something like, I, you know, I'm a, I went to prison for being a pimp. You know, and it's... I don't know. Wow, that brings a whole new light to you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think that was actually the first episode I saw was that. I was like, the dad's like, I went to prison for being a pip, and she chose him. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Um, yeah, I, 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 I couldn't nope fast enough if that was the case. Yeah, but the other option yeah. was, oh, he, he goes to church like every every day to pray, and it's like that versus a pimp, and she chooses the pimp. I'm like, okay. Well, well, to each their own, and I hopefully yeah. she doesn't prostitute her. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. But the cosplay thing—it's the cosplay uh, interacting is always fun, but it's a little—I don't know. I think that that's something which I love cosplay. I love the different. I prefer more meetups than these, like the show, like ask your favorite character questions. I I don't like those at Especially all. Especially when that's a panel. That just oh my god. Well, yeah. well, anime next uh, as I as I remember, um, they actually banned those kind of panels. Yeah. Uh, it's it's becoming more and more the norm at a lot of conventions because they're you, you really have to know what you're doing, and ninety percent, it's maybe even ninety five percent of these panelists don't. Yeah, and it's it's mainly because all of it is really subjective. You know, you they're they're basing their own interpretation of what the character would do or what the character would say based on what they've seen and how they've. How they, essentially, how they've interpreted, you know, how the, uh, the series of events that they've yeah. gone under, and yep. many other people have different interpretations of what that character would do based on how they've read what they've seen. If someone saw further, they mm-hmm. have a different interpretation of that character as opposed to how they are generally, and that causes a lot of issues. It causes a lot of problems, fights. It's not like anime parliament, which is just an open forum. And was that even is that even around anymore? Or is that gone? Um, I didn't. Uh, I, I didn't work uh, real hard, but I didn't notice if it was on the schedule. I don't think he yeah, was there. Uh, well, yeah, uh, anime Parliament, uh, that, was, was, that was an Otakon staple for years. He did he did that, and he had that book, that thick binder. He's at, like, so many cons. It just kept getting bigger and bigger, and people would, like, bring up uh, suits from three years ago, and it'd be, it's in the binder. <laughs> so fascinating and cool. Just the record keeping it. I mean, I saw him at his actual, his, his non-con job, and I was like, oh, cool, that's what you do. Yeah. For a half hour, but he didn't show up now. That could be also because of the elephant in the room, which um, so we've talked about that. Now, well, actually, let's save it for last. We have some more things. Yeah. Which is the, or not last, but this section the last. But next we had the dance party slash rave. Uh, yeah. And I, being impressed, I was able to walk into both. And it seemed like, I hate to say it, the actual inside was like a middle school dance. You had you had boys on the left, girls on the right, and occasionally the more spontaneous, crazy people in the middle. Yeah, but it was really just a segregation of the two sides. Like you see people just standing there doing nothing. They had the more outgoing people dancing, and that was it. But then you had a bunch of individuals who, uh, and two of them were in the Twenty One Plus Meetup group, who decided we're going to do something different. They took a boombox, a 
loudspeaker, brought it to the atrium, and they set up like a little dance party of their own, which wasn't a rave, it was just regular music, just dancing, singing, and that was a lot more entertaining and more fun. Everyone got involved and it was more fun than just the, you know, insert, Zan, insert um, yeah. Sandstorm here. That loud, grinding, <laughs> pumping, crappy music. And it's, I mean, I was, I was thinking about this, um, the main events like auditorium where I think the dance the dance was held there, right? Uh, yeah. I n- never once set a foot in that room. There was other programming every time. The closest I got was when I had to go to uh, Operation Hammond to get a band aid because I was an idiot and took a, walked a corner too fast and reopened a scab on my leg. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yep, I'm an idiot. That's oh, me. Yeah. Shout out to. To Operation Hammond for them doing their great work. If you have a chance, give them money when you have a chance. They uh, do noble work. Yep. Con, yeah. con first aid by, by, by nerds for nerds. Yep. Them and the cosplay repair workers who were all over the con with their, their boxes of thread and needles and scissors to fix any cosplay snafu possible. Yep. Yeah, and props to them. So. I had some good with that, and now before we get to that, the last thing, the video game room, we you missed a very long conversation we had ranting about how underwhelming it was this year. Oh. Um, we're not going to rehash it, but overall, uh, I wish they did more with it. I wish they actually set up more tournaments. The location is really good, though. It's a nice room for it. They could do so much more, though. It's a, it's yeah. a good big room, and it's out of the way. Uh, uh, for, for those... I'm sorry. Go ahead, Doug. It's it's a nice big room out of the way, but not like a way, you know, just kind of, you have your own corner, but you're not like banished by the con. It's just kind of to give them the, the space they need, and it worked really well. Yeah. So I, 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 and the, and the, there is room to grow and add more machines in there. Yeah, I, I, I will say for, for those who didn't get to... Uh, go to the gaming room or who, who didn't have an interest uh in my personal opinion you didn't miss a whole lot i'll just say that the console side you know was kind of lacking it was almost dead at points and uh the the, the one good point or the one side that i did like was the cabinet side and you know all the different rhythm games and stuff like that i loved that it was i i mentioned this yesterday this was it was the longest time line i've ever seen for taiko drum master there was only well, there was only one. So, yeah, I did see a lot of usage though of portable systems walking around, like that section where they had all the guys with the gamers, all the people with their DSs and their switches. They were just there in the corner, like that was. I like that they did that. They said, "Okay, all you guys sit here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have your fun here." And then on the other side of the room, you had all the people getting ready for Werewolf, which I still don't understand why that's popular, but it's really popular. <laughs> and the and the um. You had the uh, board games, which there was uh, people playing Betrayal of House on the Hill. I told you they were playing apparently a five-hour game, which that makes no sense, but okay. We, we It can happen. I know. We figured we figured out how it would happen, but it was just like it was <laughs> it was between two guys. That's the thing which made it even more weird. It was like, there's only two people playing it. That game doesn't work without three. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's that's a challenge. But uh, the other thing was the manga library, which apparently... Which they were there, and as usual, they have a bunch of stuff that I want to be like, okay, here's my con badge, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> They're the only people I know who have um, all of Steam Detectives and all of, um, of Rikio in English. Yeah, I, wow. I, I, 
I avoided that room uh, on purpose, mainly because of you know the way that is for the same reason that you uh, kind of alu alluded to, Zan. It's a freaking black hole. I love it, but I hate it. <laughs> yeah, so I would early. I would spend they close so I, early. I would spend all my time there. As as I mentioned, you know, to everyone, I have a collection of like over seven hundred books. I, I would get myself lost in there and just like be like, okay, I'll see you guys tonight. No, yeah. If if I wasn't doing panels and I, there was nothing going on, I'd be like, yeah, all right, I'll be in the manga library. See you guys later. I did that at AB on the last day, and they closed early. I think that they should leave it. That should be the last thing that closes because, well, manga. But you guys know my yeah. feelings about manga because I'm a manga reviewer. I digress. So now on to the elephant in the room because we've gone over all the other things except for panels and well, uh... yeah. Uh, so. We've all you've all heard stuff about how panels were done poorly this year. Stuff happened internally with a new panel head. We're not going to go into a bitch fest again. But, <laughs> yeah, trust me, uh, we could be here for four hit, hours. Hit, yeah, <laughs> hit us up at another time. But yes. the panel, and though we will say the panel content was great. Yes, the panel content was very great. It was it was. Scheduled very poorly, but it was great. Yes, the ske the scheduling and the pre like contact with panels ahead of con was not that very good, and sometimes basically non-existent. It was it was almost non-existent for me. I think I, as I uh, uh, mentioned the first go around, I, I the number of communications I had with the uh, the head of uh, panels, and I believe me, I tried to get them on multiple occasions. Was like two. Uh, uh, one was uh, that, that is twice as many as I got. Yeah, don't. One, 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 one. Was, a, one was a mass email. One, one, one for me was when it, when panel applications was first released, and I soon I, 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 and when when that gets released, I'm usually on that like one or rise because I get my would you rather panels in there as early as I can. Um, I I noticed that the application normally where it would say you know in 50 words, you know, you know, describe your panel for the guidebook or, you know, for the uh, program guide. Um, it was limited to 50 characters. Uh, and I was like, excuse me? Uh, so I tried my best to do both my panels, Would You Rather Anime Edition and Would You Rather Anime Edition 18 Plus. Uh, I tried my darndest to make a, essentially what was a sentence that encompassed what I wanted to say. <laughs> Uh, which I, which I think I think both of them alluded to being something like uh, would you rather questions and shenanigans and the only difference between the two and the in the program guide was that the eighteen plus one had eighteen plus next to the description. Which in the, if you look in the panel guide or the con guide, the actual book, it you couldn't tell what was eighteen plus and what wasn't. Just said in the corner, there are eighteen plus panels here. It's like there's no, it's not in alphabetical yeah. order. It's not in in order of um, the the panelist it's just it wasn't well there. it wasn't well segregated it, it like it was it, it, as as uh, as you just mentioned and i alluded to first time uh first round uh yeah the the, the guidebook w or well the program guide i keep wanting to say guidebook because guidebook is actually the app um the program guide yeah it was just a, the panels part was a jumbled mess uh it nothing was in alphabetical order the 18 plus you know there were there were some the, there wasn't enough, there wasn't proper spacing I thought because like the one the, my panels as I said which ended up even after submitting resubmitting my applications with the proper description by the way guys um, I my uh, the first go around the first application the one with the 50 character 
uh, description was the one that they put in. Uh, yeah. I almost missed them completely because the spacing was like so tight. There also were a lot of typos and other, but that's that. As a, and as a graphic designer, uh, as my for my for my degree, that it drives me up the wall when I see things like that where it's just that bad. It's just you, that's yeah. That's that's, that's what that that's. I don't know if that's on the fault of the panels person or the copy editor for the program guide, but yeah, and it should be common sense. Th- this don't is... have up lowercase and uppercase mixed up where the first let- word is lowercase and the next letter is uppercase. That. Yeah, that's that's uh, another thing you, your con staff should have is make sure you have a copy editor for your program guide. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just really poor communication, and the ball was dropped on pre-con work for panels. That's, I think, kind of the the shortest version of it. And um, if you know, rumor mill, whatever, is that the person in charge had. You know, life happens, which well, it does. You know, some, some things had come up, but that's when you kind of activate your support network, find other staffers that can either take over, t- you know, take, take completely take over, or at least lighten your load. Yeah, and I I don't I don't remember from who, but I heard from, I, I want to say Vince, but, uh, but I heard from someone that um, that supposedly the second in command had taken on the workload at some point, but I didn't see anything to prove such a thing. And the, the next thing I even heard was when um, the panels had again, uh, again then came back to me after my multiple prods at tra- attempting communication uh, to say, yo... Getting shit done and getting us yeah. responses. He, he did everything he could, so... Yeah, Vince. Vince Alvarado was my uh, saving grace uh, for the con. He, so. he 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 was you know he was the godsend for me both from for, from panel's perspective and also from uh, uh, from uh, helping organize the uh, uh, room and get a guest badge and status for Crazy Utaka as well. So you know, big props to uh, to Vince. Yeah, and also that's why he is the most important man in America in Jersey. In New Jersey, he is the most important man in New Jersey. So yeah, Vince Alvarado the third for for governor twenty uh, was it twenty twenty? But yeah, so again, then that's that that beef doesn't negate the the good time I had. It, yeah, it definitely definitely keeps you know kind of my enjoy overall enjoyment. It, it does give it a hit. But I still, overall, had a good time, and I think that's kind of the point I really want to emphasize because I don't want this to sound like it, it. It definitely was bad, but I, you know, it doesn't take over yeah. my experience. Yeah, yeah. D- time. Oh, go on. Yeah, I, I was gonna say yeah. Dis, uh, despite uh, you know the hiccups and stuff like that, I didn't see much in the way of uh, any mess up or scripts at the con concerning panels. I thought there was a lot of. A lot of great content, a lot of great panels. Not not to toot my own horn, so to speak, but I heard eight, "Would You Rather" eighteen plus was a, a big hit, uh, <laughs> and the and the and the crowd definitely supported that theory. Uh, but yeah, there it was. I had a, 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 an excellent time, uh, regardless of uh, the the hiccups that uh, you know that led up to the con. Yeah, no. Once the con happened, and once most of the issues were resolved, I mean, there's still some issues. I mean, we, one of our friends had to be in two places at once 
and another <laughs> one didn't hear from a uh, hear hear about their panel, so they said don't was well, cancel the panel. And then in the middle of another panel, they said, "Oh well, you where are you? Why aren't you at your panel?" Yeah, and if he had, and if that one had been accepted, he would have had to be uh, go from one to another, back to back, <laughs> like across the one one panel would be ending the time another was starting. Which yeah. this is why you, this is why you yeah. this is why you do like fifteen minute buffers between panels. And this is why you don't leave major gaps like a three hour gap in between panel rooms. That it's just get a yeah. whiteboard, make make it. Put times down and then get a bunch of little stickers, you know, do the sticker thing like it may, may, may make you look like a conspiracy nut, but just do that and then set up your schedule that way. So, you know, okay, this isn't conflicting with this. He's not conflicting with this. Put, you know, color code each of the panel panelists so you know that, okay, this, this blue guy is, we'll say, panel A. He's not at the same time as panel B at this time in this floor. Uh, I'll do a shameless plug for a moment. Uh, Pat Delahanty, who runs AnimeCons.com, has a video that we did a couple years back on how to schedule panels using kind of just po- like just a large sec- like a, like almost like a whiteboard and post-it notes. And that's a good, really good tutorial for how to really schedule it. Yeah. Uh, I, what was the other thing? Um, there was the other. Um panel issue which was no it wasn't it was the only thing was a lot of people said there wasn't much to do but because of the gaps but that could be fixed next year overall the panels were enjoyable and fun we had some great panels going on i mean if you want to see what was in my panels check out the website and i'll be listing all the content for most of the panels except for my insane manga challenge which apparently someone says i should do a kids edition which i don't know how that would really work I mean, the, I don't know. the adult edition is, is, is dangerous enough as it is, but a kid's edition? Oh, boy. That, that, that's, that, I might be better off doing, like, a group edition, like the trivia nights at most bars. Like, do it like that, get that, groups together. I think, that, I think that could be a fun event. I just wanted to yeah, figure could... out what to give away, because usually you get a big prize with my insane manga challenge. I always give a trophy or something, and I don't know how to do it for a group. I mean, I can't give away just, like, you know, beer, because... Yeah. Yeah, it, it's it. That sounds like more work than uh, than the eighteen plus. I mean, I had it, it with my Would You Rather Anime editions. It was it was actually harder for me to do the general audience edition than it was eighteen plus. Yeah, because I had to filter myself so much. Yeah, but you have so much fun saying such horrible things when you do the eighteen plus. <laughs> you feel like a horrible oh, person, was... but it's so amazing. Uh, if if I had the time to talk about the what happened during mine, that would have been so. Oh. I, I introduced into for the insane manga challenge adult edition. I've introduced whiteboards. <laughs> oh boy! One girl well, was amazing. She drew some beautiful things. One person, when they didn't know, just said, "Person next to me is insert uh, sexual orifice there, or insert sexual <laughs> item there, or I don't blank no." And we can curse here, but just I want to leave it to your imagination of what they said because I did one which um, Baz was very worried about. It was uh, hentai terms, hentai vocabulary words. So I'd use the. Uh, you have to guess the, what the hentai vocabulary word meant. So I'd use things like uh, shinpan and uh, bakyo versus uh, petako, or you oh. know, bara. <laughs> I, I'm simultaneously proud and ashamed that I don't know some of those. <laughs> oh, well, well, Bar was funny because the girl drew actually M. Bison and Zangief and I was like, okay, that's disgusting but I, I, I gotta give you an extra point for that. Just, I would not have thought of that. <laughs> I mean, I well, you want to... You... 
you you want to well you want to you know talk about discussing the things I saw during my panel. Yeah, no, we'll I'm just kidding. That. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but but again, I'll I'll bring this in a little. But again, this you know we talked the panels were good, but this again the attendees really had fun. Um, I'll bring up uh, Evan Minto's pan the anime burger time panel yes. because. Oh, yeah. I mean that's it's it's late night programming that's not adult only like it's you know all ages and it's just joking around and it's a great banter panel where you know you have kind of the the, the wisecrackers in the audience and Evan just rolls with it and you know it's dishes is dishes it out but takes it right back and that's I love panels like that and that's a great example of one and it's as I said yesterday and I'm gonna say it again here. Uh, it's one of those things where a great panelist is someone who can has a great back and forth with the audience. It's not just yelling at the audience, talking to the audience. It's a discussion. It's that charisma going back and forth, and Evan has that in spades. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, to any aspiring panelists, don't be don't be scared if you don't have that right away. You you, you it, will learn it. You will get it. It's a, it's a skill you practice, and you you get you learn how to do it by just doing it, and you know. And all of us it's on like, this podcast to do that. We've learned that. Yeah. It's the, it's the same way that you get rid of writer's block. You sit down and do some writing. Yeah. No, definitely. That is... Brain just went... But, yeah. No, hold on. I got all serious. Sorry. No, no, it's fine. No, it's fine. No, it's fine. It's all serious. It's true. And it's, it is one of those serious moments because this con is slightly serious business because it's... It's not just our escape, it's also us at our best. It's us yeah. panelists at our best, because this is our show. This is when we work. You know, we have our shows where we work out, and we we work hard for our things, and when it works out really well, it shows, and when the audience has fun, we have fun, and that's the thing. When it goes bad, it goes, you know, I've seen some people who roll with it, and they're able to, to stick with it, and they work it through. I know other people who, I've seen it, when you go to a panel, and they just, it starts going wrong, and then they just fall apart. And from what I heard, that really didn't happen this year. There was no one who had a meltdown in the middle. Also, we there, there were some that guys, but not too many that were that caused issues. Severe. Issues. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I have to, I, I have to applaud my, uh, my, my uh, uh, audience, uh, panel audiences, uh, especially the eighteen plus. You know, everybody was uh, was participating and everyone was having fun. I literally had, I had. For both of the panels, I had like the uh, the 302 and 303 rooms, uh, respect uh, respectively, and those are like the highest capacity ones. And for the 18 plus, it nearly filled up, and everybody was having a good time. Everyone was it was still polite to each other, you know. Uh, as I put it, you know, it could be raunchy, but be polite, be decent human beings, and everybody's you know stuck to that. And I didn't have to rein anyone in, so I was I was super happy about that, and I was super proud. Yeah, yeah, the one. The one that guy I saw was on a Friday morning panel, and he didn't really start trying to get going uh, until like the panel was like already ending, and so they're just like, "Yep, sorry, we got to keep going," and which was handled very well. Uh, I, I won't name the panel just because I don't want to get anybody in trouble, but I again, it was it was really refreshing to see that people knew how to handle it because. You know, we're, we're we're all nerds. We're all a little awkward, 
and they, you know, they held, handled it very civilly. Yeah, and they didn't embarrass the individual, which I've seen that reaction happen a couple of times. So for, yeah. It's better just to, to deal with it. Well, anyway, we won't get we Everyone knows my that guy stories, and I think we could do an entire panel about that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Damn that guy. Coming to a con near you. A bunch of con panelists talking about the different that guys they've dealt with. I always feel like you hear those, like the panels of like the how to not be a creeper, and the people that need to see that are the ones that never show up. <laughs> yeah, that's why you, have yeah, to, well. you have to say something like it's like, oh, this is the super the super pony. Uh, oh, those are oh, for the <laughs> it's the super happy, fun, free for all people who don't know how to talk to people panel. <laughs> yeah, they'd be like, sorry, this is how to be a creeper, how not to be a creeper. <laughs> Yeah. How to be a creeper. That's a different panel altogether. That's the one that's on at night by uh, by Rachel, her panels. I'm, I don't know how the hell she gets her panels approved. It's like she had a, a hentai panel that was marked as all audience. What? Yeah. Oh, jeez. I was like, oh, Jesus. I was like, okay, that's a little much. And now we're showing Boku no Pico. <laughs> and, and now, just to lighten the mood, let's see a little bit of Iken and watch a water slide. <laughs> <laughs> it's not porn, I promise. It's just something else. Oh, that that oh, that was a one that guy story I had. I was at a Media Blasters booth at I want to say it was at Otacon years ago, and they because they're the ones that print the English version of the Akin manga. And the guy's oh, like, "Really? Man. You have this?" Like trying to basically shame the the guy, and he's like, "What?" He's like, "It it sells." What do you want? I'm making money off this. <laughs> I, you know, you're you're gonna get on my case for being, you know, a savvy businessman. And he just shut the guy down. It was brilliant. Oh, I wish I could have seen that. Oh, someone! I saw someone in the dealer's room ask about the plastic. I was what? like, that's <laughs> like, oh, you know about the plastic, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> someone asked, and I was like, okay. Well, that's why you stay away from that part of the booth unless you're really desperate or creepy and get it online for free. You don't need to buy. Anyway, yeah, that's of course you young kids should not go near those booths at all and look at those certain items. You should just buy the mystery no. anti grab bags. That way you don't know what it is. <laughs> I swear I got it in the grab bag, honestly. Yeah, yeah, it's just a grab bag. I didn't know. It didn't say hentai. <laughs> It'd be funny as hell if you just like as a, a one huge trolling moment, just have like a bunch of like small mystery bags, and then all of them be like Pocono Pico or something like that. Well, you're giving me ideas. I mean, I know one panelist, and this is we're already off the off the reservation, but oh, it's like sorry, one panelist goes and buys the cheap grab bags and gives them away at his panels. Oh. He, he mixes up all of them. So, like, one is from an adult booth, one is from a, a booth for games, one is for a booth from comics. I think I I did something. I've I I've, I bought like one or two mystery bags, and one of them was just like stuff I I I I had like zero interest in. So I actually I actually took that with me to the eighteen plus, and I gave that gave them as gave the items as prizes for people who gave really good answers that I liked. The mystery bags are uh, a nice investment at cons, but you don't see it anywhere else, really. I mean, you don't see it I, at, like, at a, a, like a Dragon Con, you won't see those mystery bags. Uh, I've, seen, 
Uh, I've seen it once or twice. There's always, like, especially at larger cons, there's always that one booth where that's all they sell. And it am- yeah. it amazes me that these things exist and that, like, this business model is successful. And I, it, well, I, I end up, I, I'm sorry, uh, I, I, I remember them, uh, there was one that was uh, at Anime Next that was, like, two years ago. I actually, I bought one of those, like, a, a Star something, or something mm-hmm. Star. And I, 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 bought, I just went out of curiosity or bought one. It was like twenty five dollars for the box, and I ended up actually getting like two figures out of it. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, for me personally, the risk is just too great. But it's if you find it, you know, more power to you. It reminds me of UHF. Do you want the red snapper or do you want what's in the box? <laughs> what's in the box? box? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Stupid. No, I, I, I've, I've, I've quoted that line way too many times. It's that of the Simpsons. What's you can have the washer and dryer with Smithers is sanding, or you can have what's in the box. The box. The box. My God, what's in the box? <laughs> yeah. it's, it's that mystery. That's why it works because it's a mystery. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 the promise. You know, it's like, oh, maybe I'll be the one. You know, to get the uh, the lucky item. Or, maybe there'll be a or... car in the box. Sure. As long as it's not a, you know, what in the box. Yeah. Hey, that's what oh. that's what uh, Cards Against Humanity did. They did that in the box, <laughs> and people bought it. <laughs> this shit in the box. Uh, it literally blew me shit. That's what we're getting. If you buy it, you're donating. Get you're shit. gonna get shit in the box. And people bought it. And said, "Where's the card?" It's like we told you, it's shit in the box. Yeah. It, oh yeah. It was. No. It was. It was. Uh, it was called. I remember. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. It was. Uh, it was bullshit. Yeah, bullshit in a box. Uh, it, yeah. it was called. It was called bullshit, and, and it, they literally said it's bull, a piece of, of like pasteurized bullshit in a box. Uh, and people were like, "Oh, you know, they bought. It, they sold out of the thing. They sold all the shit that they collected." Mm-hmm. Geeks and anime fans, we are. I love us to death, but we are some of the stupidest and most impulsive people possible. Like, if we see it, we'll buy it, we'll double dip on things that we don't need. I mean, how many of us have bought Star Wars more than two times? Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. I mean, I have three lightsabers and I bought another one? <laughs> yeah. I don't need them, but I like them. So. I yeah, <laughs> we keep trying to stop in the same place. I was gonna say it's the same way with me, except it's uh, with the uh, uh, swords from like movies and anime and games and stuff like that. Yep. Like I have blades, blades of Athena. I have, I, I, I heck, I have a replica from uh, the sword from Ultraviolet. That's a, that's a nice sword. I have just Highlander oh, yeah. swords, and I have a, a a rapier from Three Musketeers. For those of you who know my real name, you know why I have a rapier. <laughs> yeah. Anywho, any, anywho, back to what we were talking about. So now, so. Overall, this convention, Anime Next 2017, is a fun event, which was, I think, a, a very pleasant convention. It was a nice convention. It wasn't a terrible convention. There were hiccups, but I feel, personally, I'd said that it is a convention which brought out the best of its attendees and was really good with the panelists and also the con staff. They had fun this year. They said a lot of them were not too stressed out. I mean, a couple were, but for the most part, they weren't. And yeah, and Vince if, looked like he was going to die. If you needed proof that this con staff has a good sense of humor, one of their room signs was a banner that literally was branded "Anime Next" and says, "Help! I'm trapped in a banner factory." Oh, I remember seeing that. That was no, that like. <laughs> 
They moved that was it. like, yeah, it, like, it was like a scavenger hunt item, which is the best part. I, I remember that they had that, uh, that, uh, that was positioned uh, near, uh, that, that was, uh, yeah, that was, I saw that position near the, uh, the, the, the ring for the uh, cosplay for wrestling. And that's, like, like, again, if you needed proof that the, the con staff has a sense of humor. I actually took a picture of that. <laughs> I have it oh, on my I, phone. I, tw- I tweeted it out. I got so many retweets from people. <laughs> people are so happy to see that. And I wonder if it's going to be copied. I really wonder if they're going people are going to start copying that. Oh, of course. Oh, I hope so. I love that. I, the, the only thing, the only well, speaking of banners, the only thing, sad thing in regards to a banner that I uh, that I forgot to do was to bring my uh, my banner for my panels. I actually had I I. I May, I bought and, and made a from Vistaprint a banner for my panels. Uh, would you rather uh, taking one picture of a friend of mine who will remain nameless? Um, but I made two banners: one with my "Would You Rather" stuff on it, and then one with "18 Plus" that was meant to be meant to accompany the first one. The "18 Plus" one has a picture of my friend from the previous year at Anime Next. Who was standing on the bed with a shirt that said "Brace for Impact," wearing a kid's large swim trunk that he thought was a men's large, and he just decided to st- stretch on the t- on the bed up in the air. Wow! Uh, <laughs> and I didn't tell him. Oh, okay. I didn't tell him until it was made, and I showed him a picture of the banner. <laughs> and that's how he. And that's how you are no longer friends. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, 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 I will admit I had a death threat coming my way. <laughs> hey, if you, if you risked it, you went for it, and that's what matters. <laughs> but he, he, he was happy enough that I forgot it, so I was like, oh, well. So, yeah. I told... so, oh, so, sorry. Uh, I was, I was going to say I told him next year. <laughs> oh, next year's going to be a lot of fun. I, I think that's going to be a blast. I'm excited for next year. Uh, you guys going back next year? Oh hell yeah! The, the the location is really great. You know the, the the restaurants and everything that you know. I, I went with my went out with my friends, you know, during the convention when when we wanted to take a break. It, it, so it, I'm definitely going back if you know for the sheer fun of it. You know, and the, the stuff to do outside of the convention itself. Yeah. It's it's just a really it's a, it's it, I had a, a really good time. Like uh, pr- uh, pr- uh, uh, other than the pre con happenings that went on, you know, as far as anything that was bad, you know, the whole, the, the experience of the kind itself was a, an overall a really fun and good time. I didn't really have anything bad going on. Yeah, and, and we touched on this a little bit the uh, first time. The area, yeah, there's still some, you know, iffy parts of Atlantic City, but right next to the con is great. Like, I went to, there's a couple outlet shops, like I went to the Converse store just to get you know, uh, take like an hour break, just kind of get chill out and found some fun stuff. And it yeah. was, I, I think a con like what we have, I think is what this area, the area needs to see. And I really, and they, they definitely promoted it because you saw banners on like signposts. They got, they got the uh, shuttles running from some of the further away hotels, so they clearly want the con there, and I think promoting it's going to really kind of help everybody. Yeah, people are excited for the con, and I, I was talking to uh, a couple people who shot, who want me to remain nameless who are from the major up, the higher-ups, and they said that literally they, when they come, 
everybody gets excited because usually no one. It's usually oh, you got gamblers and you got families. We are a weird element, and that makes it interesting because we look at the the different stores. We walk around. We're tourists who are crazy and weird and fun. Even though I did hear that a couple of five players were harassed on the boardwalk by yeah, uh, and then parties and some other stuff. But that happens. But that and, that wasn't con related. That was yeah. That's that you can only control so much outside the convention, and but I mean, and that's the thing. You see this so many times where, like, venues feel make con attendees, especially ones that are very visible, like you know, an anime convention, just kind of feel like they're not welcome. But the thing is, if they do feel welcome. They're gonna come back and they're gonna spend more money. Yeah. How many? How many? I think I went to one restaurant across the street, and I'm not gonna need it because I don't want more people to go there. Um, but I went there a couple times, and they had my, you know, they saw I was attendee, and you know, really like talked me up. Like the wait staff was like, "Oh, cool, we're glad to have you guys here," and stuff like that. And you know what? I'm gonna go back there because I remember that I had a good time. And this is, here's the thing, it's, yes, for venues and for, you know, nearby proximity stuff, it is a busier weekend, it is going to be more work. But the thing is, you're doing more work and you're going to get more money. And it's going to be a lot, it's going to bring more business and more, more, I don't want to say fun, but a lighter environment to the area, even though... The bums you can't do anything about. Sorry, sorry. Once you use the correct term, they are vagrants. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, no, 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 no. They are phobos. They are... Whatever. They are financially... Financially... Uh, troubled. Troubled, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that, 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 all that said, though, like... The way I would really describe, like, what part of what made this con good is it felt like a good kickoff to kind of the summer cons. Yes. Like, like I'm really looking forward to the rest of the con season and I got to really give a shout out to both you, Zan, and some of our mutual friends who, after I did FanFest in New Jersey last year, was like, you guys got, you got to come to Anime Next. And, and it was too close last year to make the trip, you know, go down to New Jersey twice that quickly. But, I see why you guys talked it up so much, and I'm I'm already saying I'm coming back next year because I really did have a good time. Yeah, this is and, one of my favorite cons. And this one, as you said, it's worth going to. Yeah. yeah, it's my it's my it's been my first con, and it will continue to be my favorite and my home con for some time to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we can't talk. I mean, there's so much more. Well, that's, I think we've covered this con very well. But overall, final thoughts about the, the con. What can you say? Things that can be improved, things that you don't want to change, or just something, an, an interesting thing you want to say about Anime Next 2017? Um, well, as far as improvement is concerned, I think the, the, the obvious one would be you know, communication in the panel's uh, debacle. Um, you know, you get on top of that, you know, you get that fixed up and you get the scheduling done right and, you know, you get, you know, people, the staff actually talking to people prior to the con, you know, letting them know that their, you know, panels have been approved. And 
if that, if that had happened this year, I would say this would have been a darn near perfect uh, run this year for Anime Next. You know, despite it being it's only its second year. Um, that what I what I again what I liked about it was that you know the the convention it's uh, the convention center itself really lent itself to you know hosting the the event. The space was used, I think, pretty well, save for maybe a few things. Um, but you know the the overall feel of the convention, the space, you know, the activities outside the con. Uh, you know, having the beach right there, you know, a couple blocks away. That was that's that was what I really liked about the con this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, it's it's really hard to kind of sum it all up, but I think like if panels was my only real drawback, and not everyone you know does that. You know, that's all. That's let's be, let's be real. That's that's a very behind the scenes thing. That doesn't affect everybody. Yeah. So that's gonna be, you know, fix that and this con and just you know, this con has room to grow within the its current venue, which is always good to see. So, so it's pretty close to perfect, and I'm and I waited, you know, God, nine years since I last went to this con. And now I'm already saying I, that can't happen again. This has to become one of my regulars. And I think that speaks volumes to the qual- uh, quality of the event that I want to go back this much already. Yeah. Yeah, and this is the con that you feel you get that con blues afterwards. I mean, it's a, like Otacon, anime, it's, 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 anime Boston. It's one of those ones where you don't want the party to stop. You would want to stay until Tuesday just to kind of wean it down slowly. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's unfortunately real life. <laughs> I was I was on the, I was on the bus back to Boston from New York, um, and I was I was feeling the endorphin drop. I was feeling post con depression, like it was hitting me hard. Like I was seeing, like I was I just kept like refreshing Twitter, seeing what people were up to. Like oh, this friend's watching the Blu-ray that the, he picked up at the con this friend's share posting all these pictures and it was just, it was a lot of like, man, this thing was over way too fast. And, you know, as, as they say in showbiz, leave them wanting more. And that's really how I felt. Yeah. I mean, this isn't, there's, is there any five day cons? It's just dragon cons. The only one that's a week. That is a weird schedule like that. Right. Well, Dragon uh, Con's four days, and so is anim- so is a uh, AX. But PS, don't go to AX. <laughs> yeah, that's the industry con. That's, we talked about the difference between an industry con and a fan con, I, uh, and it's, uh, it's different. You don't misplace the line for a major premiere event for you know what was the reboot of a lot of people's gateway anime. That's my con horror story. Like I, I. Thankfully, it was not part of it, but I saw it unfold, and I just cringed. Uh, That's a story for another time. I'm excited. Oh, I've heard rumors that AX will be showing the live-action adaptation of a certain anime. That's going to be on Netflix. Uh, of course. I'm intrigued to see how much that train wreck is going to be. I will say, the the as much as it did not need to exist... Um, the Willem Dafoe for Ryuk is a pretty damn perfect choice. Yes. yes. Yeah, because of That's... that, I'm kind of reserving judgment on it till I actually, you know, yeah. see it. My thing is, 
they should have just changed the name completely, said it's a different Death Note. That's what they should have done, and it would have worked. But no, we're going to say, it's this character, and it's... Well, well, they kind of, they, 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 they kind of did it without changing the name, or at least they, at least I think they t- attempted to do so because they essentially gave the, they redid it with an American setting. You know, everyone's, you know, saying it's, you know, it's going to be, you know, it's, you know, it's Japan. Or like, no, like, no, it's, it's, it's set in America. It's set in, uh, I think, what was it, Seattle? I think. Yeah, but it's, it's. I already see the differences, and I'm not trying to bitch about this. I'm willing to do, if it's a different interpretation, make it a different interpretation. Don't try to half-ass it like this. Is It's like, okay, so his name is Light Turner. Okay, no problem. But instead of him being the guy everyone wants to be with, he's now pretty much a kid who looks like he's going to walk in into the Columbine situation to begin with. Yeah. Like, he's the first suspect. It's... But that's for another, that's for, this is for another, 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 another. Uh, yeah. Once that comes out, we'll talk about that. Um, but yeah, so what is your guys' next con you will be going to? Or, or uh, the next con that I'm going to is going to be uh, a video game con, ABGC, which is going to be in September. I think it's the 9th to the 10th uh, in uh, Persephone, uh, Persephone, New Jersey. Cool. Um, my next one will be uh, Otakon, actually. I'm, <coughs> I'm joining uh, Hazukari on one panel that he invited me to join. Uh, I didn't get accepted this year, but that's not a problem. It's I'm about fifty fifty for acceptance at yeah, Otacon panels. Same here. I'm going to Otacon next as well, and I applied for six panels because I'm crazy, and only <laughs> only uh, well two got accepted. But one was my horror panel, which I was which I'm kind of happy about. But the one I wanted to do has been accepted, and that is going to be my uh, schoolgirls curses and aliens: the world of Ramiko Takahashi because. September, or actually October, is Ranma One Half's 30th anniversary. And those are, I'm a huge Ranma fan, so I'm going to be doing a thing about all Takahashi except for Inuyasha. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, throw, I'll probably throw in just the opening of the, uh, the, the holiday special, so Inuyasha is in it for two minutes. Because <laughs> there's way too much to go over, and Inuyasha, it's like, oh, talk 20 minutes, though. Inuyasha, no. Yeah. And Renee, the less said, the better. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, I'm I'm lo- I'm looking forward to Oda as usual, and that's all I really got to say there. Yeah, Oda's gonna be good. And then next year, uh, An again, uh, and we'll see about I mean, NYC. Um, that's later in the year. I'm uh, see about I got I got I got Have they have they put up panel applications for that? Uh, yeah, it's gonna be up until. August. Okay, so I got some time. Yeah, uh, yeah. They, I, from when I talked to them, they said that pretty much they've had like ten people apply. I think a lot of people are kind of worried been... about it after after New York anime failure. Yeah. <laughs> but so. hey, it's gonna be at the Javits Center, so it's like if you didn't make it to the New York Comic Con, go to the anime in New York City. Yeah. Hey, at least now, at least this time around, there's an actual subway stop there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Station. Uh, but okay so with that in mind i think that's it um thank you guys for joining us and um we'll be and if you there's a link for doug's con review which was on what was it last last week uh yeah last monday um it's you can find it on our the anime cons tv 
website, which is just animecons.tv. Yep. And yep. Uh, where where can we find you, John? Or Waldo? <laughs> That's right. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, you can find me at uh, facebook.com slash edition, and uh, you can also ch- uh, check out the Crazy Otaku page on Facebook as well. Find me as usual on at Spirekin on Twitter. I am on, on Instagram, Facebook, even on the Evil MySpace. I have a page, which I don't know how the hell that's still running. Cause that's <laughs> ever. I'm on Snapchat. I'm on all those lovely things you can find at www.spirekin.com. And also, just for someone emailed me earlier uh, today about this. Yes, we are going to be doing the our new theme month for the Sparkin Movie Review, where we'll be talking about the worst type of movies possible, or greatest type of movies possible, live-action anime adaptations. Oof. And on the list currently, we have Roni Kenshin, we have Blade of the Immortal, we have Death Note, we have Hentai Kamen, we have, oh, <laughs> dare I say it, we have Nanu Takara, which that's it's a, it's a, it's a great manga, but so messed up. Uh, the principal oh, live action, the Sailor Moon live action, and the Ace Attorney live action. Oh, I have opinions here. We may have to talk after this. Oh yeah, no, definitely. I, if you want to be on it, definitely. I want to see if you and Tom would be on for the the G Savior. Oh, I I, I, I need a bigger uh, drinking supply at my desk if we're gonna record that. <laughs> oh, I was thinking we'd just do a drinking game, just do Mystery Science Theater the whole thing. <laughs> But that's for another day. Uh, so, guys, thank you again. Uh, we'll catch you guys next time. We are. I am Gonsville, and see you next time. And.